Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. So once again, Maria Mafucci, welcome to Freedom Forum Radio. Well, I know that you are a mom, and so... Uh, I know you, you probably have a fantastic relationship with your children because you speak so eloquently about it. I'm speaking with Maria McFadden Mafucci of the Human Life Review, um, and we were talking about the uh, uh, Governor Cuomo's partial birth abortion law, where, which, I mean, I, there's, it's called, no matter what they call it, it's infanticide. Uh, and it brings to mind uh, a book by Dr. Peter Singer, uh, which and Dr. Peter Singer is one of the uh, architects of Obamacare. Uh, and the name of the book is "Should the Baby Live?" And in that book, he uh, he proposes that uh, exactly what this law says. And this, of course, is going back about twenty years. And he proposes what he calls afterbirth abortion which namely the baby is born and then uh, under Dr. Singer's uh, idea, the parents would have a month to decide whether they wanted to keep the baby uh, or not. And if they didn't, they could uh, kill it. Uh, That's infanticide. I mean, we know if you kill it in the womb, it's infanticide too, uh, just as well as far as I'm concerned. But one of these... What abortion is really, it's, it's a linchpin of the, uh, the leftist Marxist collectivist plans to destroy the morality, the moral fiber of our country. Uh, they, they started out uh, about 100 years ago. They wanted to destroy the American family, American morals, and the American economy. And uh, the American family, they destroyed by easy divorce and by making women feel that they were inadequate if they didn't work outside the home. Uh, And in terms of morals, uh, they destroyed the American morality through sexual deviance, making it commonplace and acceptable, and abortion, of course. And the economy they've uh, destroyed by the EPA and the environmental rules and regulations that have caused uh, so much of our manufacturing base to move offshore. So... We are fighting really a uh, just an enormous battle in this country, uh, an insurgency actually by uh, the Marxist insurgency, if you want to call it that. But they are they are bound and determined to destroy America from within, and abortion is certainly one of the primary battlegrounds because if you get Americans 
not to have morals, not to understand the difference between right and wrong, not to appreciate and celebrate and protect life, you've won a major socialist victory. Uh, and that's where, this whole, that's where this whole thing is going. So the Human Life Review uh, is one of the most active uh, websites and groups here, and I, I would hope that we would all uh, subscribe. Uh, Maria, you said that the subscription charge for, for digital was $20. Yes, $20. Uh, for a year. You also have a blog on Newsmax.com called Devoted to Life, uh, which you discuss these issues. Um, you know, I would like to talk. I want, there's a, an article on your website which I found particularly compelling, and that is called The Power of Pro-Life Witness. Uh, and I, I heard a program uh, probably several weeks ago in which uh, they had three abortion survivors on television discussing, uh, discussing their lives. These were adults whose mother had attempted one way or another to have them aborted. Uh, one person was actually a twin, and they aborted the twin and, and did not know that there was another baby there, which was then subsequently born. Uh, another was a failed saline injection abortion. And the third, which I thought was, was actually just totally... I don't know whether it disgusted me or terrified me. It was a it was a man who had only one arm because yes. he was a late birth abortion, and they had pulled out the arm and uh, thought they were done. And meanwhile, then he was born, and that arm that they had pulled off as part of the abortion he didn't have because it had been pulled off. So this this whole thing, and that's why the movie, uh, the movie Unplanned, and uh, several other uh, uh, anti-abortion movies have have really, they are just so important because it's really critical that we bring this information public. Like you, I, I have faith that most people, most people understand that abortion is immoral and that abortion is murder. Most people understand that. I agree. Um, but, well... Here's something that I, I've sort of mourned, that there are these times that America seems to wake up or they have given the opportunity to wake up. For example, when the Planned Parenthood videos were released a few years ago, that Planned Parenthood, uh, you know, dismembers babies and sells the parts. Um, but every time something like this happens, it's like maybe it's too horrible, and, and, and a lot of people then sort of say, well, that's not really true. And... Um, you know, the, the tape was, was tampered with. This can't be true, so it isn't true. And then they kind of put their head in the sand again. Um, these infanticide laws, this is another opportunity to wake people up and say, but this is true. You know, you're, people are legislating it. Um, and the Unplanned movie, what's really interesting about it is it's, you know, Abby Johnson was saying, because we had her when we had the movie, we had her and the woman who plays her in the movie, Ashley Bratcher, up for a talk back and one of the producers. And she said, you know, in the beginning when she wrote her book, Planned Parenthood kept trying to sue her. But she has all the proof because she was one of their top employees. So, um, 
And and I think what the movie shows is that the people who work at Planned Parenthood, you know, with maybe one exception, they're not monsters. They're like regular people who somehow talk themselves into thinking that this is okay. But most Americans with the moral compass um, would certainly see that abortion is not something to be celebrated um, and and encouraged, and that it's a, it's a huge failure. Um, the other thing, Dr. Dan, that gets to me is, you know, you talk about Marxism, and I agree. I mean, the UN is all about ruining the family, you know, but the abortion industry in America is a story of capitalism gone rogue. You know what I mean? It's big business. And all of these um, politically correct organizations who talk about big pharma and, you know, uh, corporations polluting the environment, they don't look at the abortion industry and that each of these babies is dollar signs to the abortion industry and that there are many clinics that, you know, put women's lives at risk because they put dollars over safety. That whole discussion, that whole very American, you know, standing up for proper ethics and business, that whole thing is, when it comes to abortion, nobody goes there. And it's very frustrating to me because even if there were some way that people who are pro-choice and pro-life could find common ground, um, which I think is kind of well-meaning people thought that could happen, but it can't happen because the activists are so extreme, wouldn't you want to at least have clinics that, you know, are not Gosnell clinics, for example? Um, but it, it's tough. I think with all these years fighting it, um, you know, maybe it's time we just stop being nice and stop trying to compromise and say, look, this is awful. As you said, this is infanticide, and uh, we have to wake people up. We have to try to get people to stop it. Well, you know, we are, as I said, we are, are really fighting an enormous battle. And, you know, it's hard for me to to see what kind of a compromise could ever be reached on many issues, but certainly this issue. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what is, where is the compromise? You can kill uh, something that's three months old, but you can't kill something that's three months and one day old. Uh, is that a compromise? No, I, I don't believe that's a compromise. Right. And, and and that's really where the problem comes in in so many of these issues that are at the very foundation of the morality of America, the Judeo-Christian principles on which our country was founded. Absolutely, there is no question about that. So how can you say, well, yeah, okay, I'll compromise on, the, I'll compromise on abortion? There is no compromise on abortion. You know, I said in my in my opening that I could really prove that that uh, life begins at conception, and it does. Now that we have a knowledge of DNA, we understand uh, that each individual person has a unique DNA. Half comes from the father, and half comes from the mother. So, when that the sperm and the egg meet and they form. What they form is a unique individual with DNA that is completely and totally unique from the moment of conception. Yeah. So 
when a woman says, I have the right to do what I want with my body, I say, absolutely. You do have the right to do anything you want with your body. The problem is what you have inside of you is not your body. And therefore, because it is endowed by its creator with life, okay, you do not have the right to take that life on your word because you don't have that right. That's absolutely true. Logically, there's really no difference between uh, a very early abortion and a very late abortion. Emotionally, um, it's it's more troubling to see uh, a, a recognizable baby, but there is no logical difference. But the scary thing, Dr. Dan, is that many abortion activists admit life begins at conception now. So they've gone from in the days of Roe, well, we don't know when life begins, it's a clump of cells, to yes, it is a life, but my life takes precedence. My dream, my plans take precedence, and so I, I, some lives are worth more than others. And any time in history you say that some lives are worth more than others, you're going down this terrible, perilous moral path. We saw it with slavery, we saw it in the Holocaust, and now we're seeing it with the disabled, and now on the other end of the spectrum, we're seeing it with the elderly and the frail uh, talk about, um, you know, in, in European countries, they routinely euthanize people without their consent, um, people with Alzheimer's, people with dementia, people with cancer. So, so I agree. I think that you cannot compromise on the moral issue. I think that Politics is the art of the possible, and you can certainly um, try to pass incremental legislation, um, that, which is what the states have been doing. And what, as, as many states are going ahead with the infanticide bills, Rhode Island passed one, Vermont passed one, they're horrific. But then there are many other states. Um, I think just yesterday the Kentucky governor signed a law banning Down syndrome abortions, um, and several Southern states have trigger laws that, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, would ban abortion in their states. So what's really interesting going on in the country, it's like everything else. It's this, this polarization now of extremes. Um, but it's, in New York's case, you know, one of the things they're touting is that they will be a sanctuary state so women can travel here to get abortions. Um, so it's the whole country needs to see this for the horror that it is. I agree. Well, um, it's 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 kind of all coming to a really it's it's you know one of the things my dad said when he founded the review was we can't let this issue go away. We can't let it become settled. We can't have it to be like in Europe where they have more restrictions than we do, but they don't really fight about it. I think one of the saving graces of America is that we are fighting about it. We are divided. And although the, you know, the pro-abortion side wanted it to go away after Roe v. Wade, not only has it not gone away, but I think you would see in our politics right now and in our culture, it's probably the most divisive issue. Um, If you look at the Democratic hopefuls for the next election, they're all falling all over themselves to support infanticide, which is... You know, if I was a, a moderate Democrat, I'd feel really lost. 
Um, so it is it is the issue. It is the issue, really. Well, um, you know, uh, dividing us against uh, against each other. It is, and I, I would I would hearken back <clears throat> to uh, the book by Jonathan Kahn called The Harbinger, uh, in which he discusses in discusses Isaiah nine ten, uh, in which Israel uh, was misbehaving in God's eyes, and uh, he allowed uh, the Assyrians to come and conquer Israel, and he, they carted off a bunch of people. And when they finally got out of captivity, they came back uh, to Palestine, to their home. And instead of being contrite uh, and, and, and apologizing to God and, and trying to, to live as God wanted, they were defiant and arrogant. They said, well, we will build the walls not out of, out of, not out of sandstone. We will build them out of cedar. We will build the walls of this city stronger so no one can ever knock them down mm. again, which obviously missed the point. And in Jonathan Kahn's book, The Harbinger, uh, he uses the destruction of the Twin Towers in New York as an example yeah. of that, where after, after that, instead of... That, that that was a punishment to this nation or a sign from God that this nation is departing from the path of morality. Well, no matter what religion or belief you have, there is morality, there is right, and there is wrong. And we are departing really terribly from any sense of morality. And instead of being contrite and trying to repair that, we become more arrogant and defiant. And that can only lead to our downfall and destruction. Maria uh, Mafucci, do you have any final words for us? Of yes, wisdom? I would just like to add that for people going to our website, we also have a wonderful gala dinner every year in New York, which is where we honor pro-life heroes. Some of them are well-known. Some of them are unsung heroes who need to be sung about. And um, we will be having our 17th annual dinner this fall, October 10th. And we will be honoring Helen Alvare, who is a wonderful pro-life woman. She started, she's a, a professor of law at the Antonin Scalia Law School at George Mason University. And she started something called Women Speak for Themselves, which is a grassroots movement um, for women to speak out on issues of contraception and abortion and family and not be silenced. And we are also honoring the editor of National Review, Rich Lowry, who uh, most recently had a terrific editorial in the New York Post against Cuomo's infanticide law. But, of course, we have had a relationship with National Review all these years, and we really wouldn't exist without the original editor of Bill Buckley's blessing and support. Um, so it's it's definitely a wonderful evening where people feel a great sense of camaraderie. They meet a room full of, of people on their same page about the life issues, and it's a, it's, it's a really fun event. So I would just encourage people to also, you can see the video of last year's dinner on our website, and, um, you know, consider a, a trip to New York in the fall. It's usually beautiful at that time of year. And I just really do ask people, thank you for listening, and please do Come to our website and uh, email us if you have any questions. We are very happy to talk to readers and supporters all the time. We're a small staff, but 
um, very devoted. And I thank you, Dr. Dan, for this opportunity. Thank you, Maria Mafucci, for this wonderful interview, one that is really of critical importance to all of us. Uh, thank you so very much for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. You're welcome. Great. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Yeah, when I play the hoochie-coochie man I get joy in everything Everything, everything Everything gonna be all right this morning. Mm-hmm.